With your games, facets army is what to keep in mind. What you're seeing is really real, and it truly is a big deal. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Googly Talks. Is it all just a game? The world versus gaming. I appreciate you for tuning in. In this episode, we are going to go a little bit to a throwback and talk about the Sim series. The Sim series has a special place in my heart because it is one of the games I used to spend hours on with uh, my family and there's just something different about having the world into your hands. It is also a fun fact that that's when I first was introduced to like horoscopes and really noticing what people's personalities were built from and really made me think about the world around me. So I guess let's dive into the topic, shall we? Basically what The Sims was, for those who are unfamiliar, it was made in the early 2000s in a California-based developer, Will Wright, um, employed by the company Maxis, released a game entirely focused on the micromanagement of someone's life. And they let players pull the strings to make them do chores, go to work, and make friends. The timeline of the game pretty much looked from the early 1989-90s to the early 2000s where they started introducing sim expansion packs like Hot Date Unleashed and Make a Magic where even personally I started getting into the series. It then reached console with The Sims 2 and including other sim stories in about 2005-2008 and has continued to produce expansion packs since release up to 2015 and is still played to this current day. For those who are still looking for a copy of The Sims and cannot play it on console, it is available in the Steam library for about $15 to $20. So now we know when the game was kind of created, um, we, I kind of want to dive into how it's like real life, because um, that's really what this podcast is about, is like, what would happen if this game was real and how would the Earth kind of respond to it? Now, as I was doing research, even just looking back on my personal experience, it truly makes you think about the horror of adulthood, personally. Um, it's, it's now really accurate where like Sims will throw up during the first stage of pregnancy. Uh, you can get fired from your job. Uh, your house can become a complete disaster, whether that be from things breaking and you have to call repair people or you're dishes will get dirty and they'll start to smell and like you can have really personal relationships and have true experiences of with your friends and family and they'll react like they would in real life and personally i thought that was kind of terrifying and overwhelming but it teaches you early life skills when you're really young and maybe it makes you think about how you could make those decisions a little bit better in the future as the series really moved forward, uh, the game started getting more real than I would have ever expected. Personally, I've never played The Sims 4. I stopped at The Sims 3 series, but it started involving things like home insurance, environmental responsibility. Like, that is something I never would have expected. And it was really brave of Maxis to start incorporating those things like environmental responsibility to truly make this a real life simulator. 
Now, since this series is about specifically how the environment and video games kind of come together, that's the part where we're going to focus on in The Sims specifically. So I mentioned earlier, The Sims 4, they make this relationship even clearer. Um, they have an expansion pack called Living Island, and pretty much the person can have direct control over a whole island ecosystem, which I find completely insane. Like, and there are direct impacts to what you do. So if you take the initiative to remove trash piles from the beaches, the island nation will grow and flourish and plants will be happy. The coral grows larger and brighter. The ocean starts filling with wildlife. Even the residents become happier, um, including aspects of the game that is fantasy, like having mermaids, for instance. And if you maintain the ecosystem, you see the results and a response back directly. Whereas if you don't try and pick up after yourself and you just kind of let civilization do what they want, uh, trash will multiply really, really quickly and kind of start to look a little bit disastrous. Um, the citizens will also kind of pick up on your bad behavior and follow your lead and not take out their trash or take care of their trash. Um, it will start to attract animals that you might not want to see, like uh, litter bugs, for instance, coming out of your trash piles. Uh, there can be other types of civilization that will come visit your island and start stealing your fish, so your resources will go down. And anti-environmentalists will start to spread misinformation about your conservation efforts, even though you might be doing some things, they can totally trash your whole reputation. And which I kind of find terrifying is the seagulls will even start killing your wildlife. So you'll have like nothing left. Regardless how hard you work on your ecosystem, there is always a pushback from something. And I think that's a really good correlation to how you do real life because there's such a way of doing things. There's such a routine to human life. And um, I think The Sims does a really good job in showing that. For instance, in this expansion pack, uh, the more you maintain the ecosystem, the more you take care of it, other sins will try and destroy everything you have accomplished. Um, you really have to like keep track of what is fighting against you, and you might see that progress a little bit slower, even though you're still doing the best you can. And I really see that in my daily life, like for example, bringing Reusable bags are a little bit more accepted, but they used to make it really difficult for you to bring your bags in, um, for you to take your groceries, or even um, refilling your resources shop. Uh, I can't think of the exact word, but like bringing my bags, waiting, waiting them, and then getting the product, and then you buy what you take. You don't pay for the packaging. Um, they're not very common. And people kind of look down upon you for doing that because you're buying such simple ingredients and you're not buying like the brand name. So people may think you're not worthy. Um, and I, I don't understand why improving your environmental effort and footprint can be looked down upon because you're trying to fix the world around you, you know? Like... Even picking up trash, they think so highly of you as you do it, but yet you continue to make trash somewhere else. Like, you don't think about 
the impact you're doing as you throw away your single-use items. But the good thing is this game makes you think about those actions and it sees that you do have to work harder for a better life, but that better life will be worth it in a sense. And even according to a UN report, environmental video games like this might be the next step in raising environmental awareness because we're seeing this in our technology instead of just out in the world. And around 2.6 billion people are one in three people across the globe play video games. So we're reaching a community that we might not have had before because they just don't get outside enough. And that might be a personal decision and I completely respect it, especially now, but we're really starting to incorporate that change into all people instead of just a select few. And I honestly think that's completely fantastic. So in this game, this expansion pack of this living island is not the first expansion cap that The Sims has designed and created to really make their players think about how they treat the environment. So instead of being on an island, they put Ecoprint in an urban setting, so like a basic neighborhood that we would see every single day. And there are three different levels of this simulator, and each are called Strangerville, Plum Bug Pictures, and Six Am. And they all create three different levels of pollution, green, neutral, and industrial, which you can totally see on this giant world map that they give you. Now, I personally haven't played this expansion pack, but it has made me very curious to actually purchase this because they put so much detail and they think about all types of areas in these worlds regarding policy, just nature in general, and the d direct actions that they have of these citizens. For example, um, you really see it in the environment that you're living in. So the green place that they give you regarding pollution, it has so much more foliage. Um, it looks just healthier overall in an eco-friendlier neighborhood where your sims will breathe deeply in a clean air environment and their moods will just be automatically happier and the levels will be easier to obtain for your citizens to be happier because they have clean air. The way I kind of think about it is ever seen uh, the movie The Lorax where literally every citizen is singing because they have clean air and it's just kind of like to me, it would seem so fake, but like to just think about having clean air all the time, but it's like, wow, you would think it would be like a given. Like, bruh, I want to be singing because I have such good clean air and my flowers are growing. That would make me sing every day. Like, wouldn't you? I mean, I would. But anyways, <laughs> the next pollution level that they put is neutral. So it would be like the default pollution for every neighborhood except from like parking lots and two of the other neighborhoods. Neutral pollution is like the in-between where the environment doesn't suffer from the negative effects of pollution, but it can be seen. And you could also improve it through like neighborhood action plans and getting really involved in what you do in the community to make it better. Now, to compare it to something, the best I can really think about is just like an upper middle class neighborhood in the United States where 
you can throw your trash away and just not really think about it but there are ways where you can improve and you can kind of see those positive environmental impacts around you like in my ways if I really thought about the amount of trash I like produced and really started composting and maybe bringing that composting idea to my city I would definitely see less trash in my waterways where we used to get water from but now it's too polluted and maybe we could go back to getting that water source if we really thought about what we were doing also, I really hope that I made that location sound as broad as possible. Please don't come find me. I just want to teach you about the environment. So <laughs> let's just vibe and share about how we love video games and the environment. And yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I'm getting off track. The next place that this expansion pack in eco footprint has is the industrial sector so that's really your view on how it is truly adept in an unhealthy environment you will see smog clouds in the neighborhood uh everything is dying and when i mean everything i'm really just mean like the foliage and like what you see around you in your house uh trash is everywhere so no one cleans it up there's no place to really put your trash the area itself is just the industrial sector and it's only industrial. No one can really live there because of such the high pollution. And your Sims will see that. You will see that in your daily life where they'll have random cough and their mood will be like gross air and uncomfy, same bro, um, because of the environment around them. And even because the land isn't being taken care of properly, you'll see more environmental disaster and environmental harm happen more often and more severe, like fires. And that will only occur in this industrial level just because of how the land and your life is being taken care of. And this is only happening because there's no environmental change, there's no environmental improvement happening around you, no one's speaking up, and the life could be different if someone even just used their voice about it, but... I think that The Sims as a whole does a really, really great job of showing e what each level can happen, um, what it does, and how you can improve it. They've even incorporated more ideas that we would kind of think about when we think of um, think, say it again, think, think, oh my god, um, <laughs> but when you would think of bettering the environment so like when someone says that to me I think of automatically renewable resources so like in the game they will include solar panels they will include wind turbines they will kind of think about conserving their water sources so they'll have dew collectors and they will have like household power generators um which that would pretty much only appear I think in the industrial sector because um, it still causes pollution um, but there are green alternatives like composting that maybe your sim could work with um, there's atmospheric water generators so you can get fresh water to live upon and but due to the method of extraction in the game it'll also cause the pollution in the industrial sector so they struggle to clean water um, there are also power cells and water siphons where you can have your own grid. You can live on your own separate and really focusing on your own type of resource consumption, but in the industrial section, it causes indirect pollution. 
um, but your alternative could be used to produce biofuel instead. So as we're about halfway done with this podcast, um, we've really outlined of how this is kind of more of a woke video game company um, where they want to introduce to the players and really make them think what their play style, how you like um, what you do impacts the environment and they want to show that to their players and I think that's really great but now I kind of want to go and if you weren't thinking and you weren't taking these um, expansion packs how does your basic play style if we actually acted like this in real life what are the effects and what will we'll see if we truly have that type of behavior so the first area I want to look at is population. You load up the game, you choose your character, and you can have like a family of two starting out and you can make your choices to have as many children as you choose to desire. Um, but you have to choose a place to live first after you make your character. So constantly changing houses. Not everyone realizes this, especially when you have like a based amount of money, but we when we build houses we also use resources to also demolish houses we disturb and erode the soil we might disrupt any habitats that may be around it we deplete any natural resources that we may need to build our houses and we pollute air and water and use up the land um, to make room for that house and that is one flaw i think i see in the sims is because we always always base off a house in a neighborhood already you don't see it in just like a random spot of land so we don't see that habitat disruption um, we don't see how much wood we actually need and cut down to make our house we only kind of really focus on how big is our house how much money is it going to take and how much space do we truly have so next I want to think about like if we had children, if we decided to grow our family from just our basic one to two person house that we already have, um, moving houses and you might need to change your house because your family has grown and you cannot compensate for the amount of land you have, you're going to use a lot of transportation while moving. Although the sound effect of just the <laughs> like while you're moving is really satisfying to hear. We don't think about amount of diesel slash fuel that we're using these moving trucks to move all of our stuff and polluting the air um, and creating greenhouse gases as we move to our new location and although we have the option to sell any items that you might not want to take with you um, with that really satisfying like ch um, change noise that the simoleons make when you sell something or demolish something all those materials in real life will end up in landfills because unless they're chemically treated or they weren't made of natural resources, uh, they won't break down and they'll just further just kind of sit there for years and years and years and years until they'll just break down pretty slowly. And then we might not have moved or we have moved successfully and we think about we go on with our daily life. So our wants and needs for the Sims they're completely constant. You really never get a break of whatever your sim may want. And our brain kind of does the same thing. It always wants us to be happy. So 
we continuously keep buying things for our house to kind of change things up if we get bored. And in real life, the production of use and household goods are responsible for 60% of the greenhouse gases that we create every day. And producing all these things to keep up with our wants and needs generates all these emissions. So even in the game, I even get frustrated when you can't move because there's a plant in a way and they always get like super mad. And <laughs> even starving to death has an impact in real life as well. So this may be a morbid and sensitive topic, so I completely understand if you want to move on from this area, but it takes approximately two tons of material to bury a single body. And as your body breaks down, it may seep into the underground water supply that the living group might be drinking. And that's crazy to me. And from you dying from not being able to move a plate, and we waste all that food, we also waste all the energy and water it takes to grow, harvest, transport, and package it. And if that landfill actually gets put in the garbage from maybe one of your family members um, that are still living, it will go to the landfill and rot and produce methane, which is a greenhouse gas that's even more potent than carbon dioxide. So approximately 68% of all human-caused greenhouse gas emissions could be reduced if we stop wasting food. And even in the U.S. alone, the production of lost or wasted food generates the equivalent of 32.6 million cars worth of greenhouse gas emissions. So if you don't want to die, you don't want to kill the earth. Pick up your plate so you can walk around so we don't have to bury your body and we can compost your leftovers. And I guess while you're at it, if you're making something for breakfast, lunch, and or dinner, and or a snack, and you want to reduce your greenhouse gases, reducing your meat consumption will do wonderful things for the environment because it will reduce your carbon footprint, greenhouse gas emissions, and the energy used to make that meal for you. So if you don't want to die, you don't want to create greenhouse gas emissions, make something plant-based, pick up your plate, and I guess then you'll be doing yourself a favor in the long run um so there is one topic that i never noticed that in the sims and it was like the weather change where you either see it be like sunny or rainy but if the sims was real we wouldn't see earthquakes tsunamis typhoons hurricanes tornadoes flash floods etc and but in real life as we produce more greenhouse gases and as climate change progresses in the next 10 years if we don't do anything we will see an increase in wildfires floods and tornadoes that will completely destroy forests and cause other types of structural changes to ecosystems even having the impact to us of maybe reducing our resources of just food, our water quality will also be impacted when sewage treatment facilities um, are overflooded from all this rain and may go into our reservoirs and waterways, and beaches move and change shape due to storm surges, and we might see some erosion happening in flash flood events. So truly living like a sim will just completely change our life because they hide that type of 
reaction from us in the game if we just kind of trash our house and we don't recycle and things like that but if we were a sim in real life we would see those changes happen a lot quicker and a lot faster than the scientists ever would have predict um not even these next 10 years but even the next five years so like if we lived in a sims neighborhood and we lived the way they did in urban landscaping these natural disasters can impact historic structures that you may have had in the town that you don't normally see, but they'd be there in real life. Um, you would have to preserve things more. Our infrastructure would be affected, so we'll have to keep replacing things more and sending more things to the in landfill and repairing so much more and having it cost so much more money to us that we may only get paid $20 an hour for being a bank robber. I guess, <laughs> because The Sims does have some pretty um, zany jobs that you can choose. But, you know, um, it will just be a more expensive life if we don't do anything and we did live like this. So I guess in recap, if the whole world lived like we did in The Sims, excluding all these expansion caps... Um, the impact of climate change would severely, severely increase and we would just see so much environmental change happen around us and we would be affected with having such a reduce of resources and we would really have to switch from mitigating the concern to preserving uh, the resources we already have and trying to live off of those. And we would have to seriously think of um, our actions for the future of maybe limiting the size of our family and choosing what we wear and what we eat a lot more often than just what do we want for dinner that day but can I eat meat today because is there enough in the world for everybody and well I might have to prepare for a flash flood or something and really think about that versus What's the weather today? I need to dress appropriately. Um, you might have to start making improvements to your infrastructure. Of, instead of, can I fit a pool in my backyard? You might have to start thinking of, maybe I should install solar panels or a rain barrel. Or maybe figure out some sort of biofuel compared to like using basic fossil fuels and maybe start putting more foliage around your yard or your porch to really um, soak up some of that carbon dioxide and not let it seep into the atmosphere and really produce more greenhouse gases and these are all decisions we may not have thought about before and the sim kind of lets us do whatever we want and sometimes hides that impact from us but these are now real decisions that we have to start making to see if we want a future for us. And although it may be scary, it's still definitely possible. And I still have hope for us. And The Sim just gives us a really good trial and error time in this video game software to see what may work and what may not. So all in all, I appreciate you, Will Wright, for making this simu human game simulator. Um, truly seeing what life could be regarding what actions and consequences you choose to take. Um, I appreciate you all listening to this podcast and taking the time for 
learning about this, whether it be you driving to work or doing your dishes or just kind of like chilling on your couch, drinking tea or whatever. Um, I appreciate you taking this time and really thinking how do your actions affect the world and you're doing a great first step listening to this podcast. All in all, I really enjoyed doing this research and really spending time with you and just vibing of how video games can have an effect on the environment of what we are seeing and what they would happen what would the world do if this video game was truly real life and if you have any suggestions to what i should think about next um or maybe you want to know um specifically what would happen to the world if this video game was real um i would love to learn about it please drop a comment in the video down below all resources are located down below from any of my research um i encourage you to share this video around it's a very simple way to educate another person about this about a hobby that we both enjoy um like subscribe of course turn those notifications on i plan to be producing a podcast every week so that's exciting to go on this journey with you uh please take care of yourselves um enjoy the weather if you can um because summer is upon us um and Again, just thank you and have a wonderful day. With your games, facets, army is what to keep in mind what you see.